Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, it does feel like we are at the line in the sand that has been drawn in the NFL for one team. And I think I know how this is going to go. I think I have a feeling how this is going to go. We'll get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so, and we will be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So the first thing I want to mention here, is a special shout out all right special shout out and thoughts and some would say prayers to anybody working at a grocery store or a mall right now currently or at any point during the course of this weekend because of the way christmas has fallen we've got ourselves a christmas on a monday and because of that you have got the procrastinators of 2023 who realize, oh, I got an extra weekend to play with, only to find out, wait, it's here on Monday. I got to get this stuff done now. So all those people working at a grocery store are going to be dealing with a lot of impatient, irresponsible, and poorly timed shoppers who are going to take out their frustrations and everything that they've got going on on those poor souls that are working in all those establishments. I just want you to know that you've got a friend in me. I'm not going to sit here and let you guys get yelled at because some lazy ass took too long to get their shopping done. And so you got to wear it while you're just trying to, to make a buck and trying to provide for your family. You've got a friend in me. Nobody else is thinking about you. I am because I was that person for a long time. I've been there. I've done it and it pisses me off. So I just want you to know that while somebody is sitting there giving you a hard time because you're out of a certain product that they need to be available so that they can have Christmas for their family as much as you want to say, hey, screw you, buddy, or hey, kiss my ass, lady. You took too long getting in here to get your stuff done. I want you to know that I'm the one here supporting you. 
Some people need to fight a good fight, and I'm willing to stand in the front of that fight. It's like that gif that they send out where Jon Snow takes on the entire army of Game of Thrones. That's me. Let me pull out my sword, and let me go ahead and do the damage for you. Happy holidays. All right. Now we move on. The Pittsburgh Steelers could be on the verge of getting exposed. Right? So as we transition from a positive thought to what may not be a very positive thought, at least on the Pittsburgh side of things, they could be on the verge of getting exposed. Now, if you have followed the Pittsburgh Steelers season, been kind of a rocky road. You know, a lot lot of pitfalls, a lot of things that have gotten in the way, the whole Matt Canada stuff, Kenny Pickett's injury, Mitch Trubisky, then Mason Rudolph, George Pickens doesn't want to be there, and then he does want to be there, and then he doesn't want to block for anybody. Like, there's a lot going on. And Mike Tomlin is juggling all of it. Now, the good thing for Mike Tomlin, he does have, he is conditioned to do so. You know, like they tell you when you're training for a fight, you know, if you've got a five-round UFC fight, train 10 rounds. You got a three-round UFC fight, train six. You know, double up. If you're a boxer, like you, you got to make sure that you are trained for well in, well above and beyond the 12 rounds. Like you got to make sure that you are conditioned to do so. So that way when the fight comes, it's not as difficult. Well, Mike Tomlin has been training for stuff like this for years. It was called Antonio Brown. So, like, whatever George Pickens wants to throw at him, whatever offensive coordinator issues you want to throw at him, whatever quarterback injuries or problems you want to throw at him, whatever Ben Roethlisberger hot take or criticism on his podcast you want to throw at him, Mike Tomlin is conditioned to deal with all this stuff because he dealt with Antonio Brown, which, as we've seen, kind of a nightmare. I mean, for God's sakes, the guy hid in his house for a month and a half and outweighted cops that were out parked outside his place. And finally, they just said, all right, whatever. We got stuff to do. Like, I just, like, we can't do this forever. Antonio Brown can, but we can't do it forever. But it does feel like this game later on today between the Steelers and the Bengals is co- going to pretty much be an indication as to what this season really was. I've never bought into the Steelers this year. It, uh, to me, and, and it's not a fault of Mike Tomlin or a fault of Kenny Pickett as much as it is. I looked at the division and I'm like, man, the Browns have a better roster. The Bengals have a better roster. The Ravens for sure have a better roster. I just looked at it and said, Pittsburgh feels like as much as maybe they're not used to it, th- there's a transitional phase here. And of all the teams in that division, I was least confident in the Steelers. All and it doesn't mean T.J. Watt's fantastic, and there are studs on that team. It's the best division in football. Any other division, Pittsburgh's a legit contender to win that division. You throw Pittsburgh in the NFC South, we're not even having a conversation. But, like, I looked at the Steelers, and I looked at some of their early results, and I go, it feels kind of like a tease. Like, they're winning games, and I don't know how they're winning games. They beat Baltimore early in the season, and the Ravens were looking around at the end of the game going, wait, what? How do we lose that game? When Pittsburgh was in first place in their division and they were struggling mightily on offense, I couldn't figure it out. It was a special teams play here. It was a defensive play here. 
Like, T.J. Watt's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's that good. But I'm watching Pittsburgh all year going, how are they even here? And as you've seen over the past couple of weeks, and look, can he pick an injury or not? As you've seen over the last couple of weeks, you're starting to see the reality set in that this is always who they were. And I feel like with this game coming up later on with Cincinnati, this could go by way of, yeah, this is kind of what we've all... Like, it feels like last-ditch effort for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they don't win this one, it's over. That's what it feels like. And 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 it, the proving point is, look, not only is it over, but this is what they always were to start the season. On the flip side of that, the Bengals are on the verge of pulling off what maybe not a lot of people have thought about is one of the great turnarounds that we've ever seen in an NFL season. So just think about this. Cincinnati starts off the year 0-2 and 1-3. That's their first four games of the season. Joe Burrow's telling everybody, calm down. We're going to be fine. Don't sweat it. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be okay here. And then they start to go on a roll. And you're like, man, Joe Burrow knows what he's talking about. Then he gets hurt. Now he's out for the year. So the Bengals could be on the verge of getting to the postseason after starting off 0-2, 1-3, losing their starting quarterback. And, by the way, no Jamar Chase coming up later on today. So you're losing one of the best wide receivers in football down the stretch in key pivotal games to try and get into the postseason. I don't want to have the discussion about who should be coach of the year anymore because, listen, there's a lot of contenders out there. When you have this many injuries and this many backup quarterbacks, there's going to be a lot of people that are in the conversation for coach of the year. But it seems like a far cry when people were talking about Zach Taylor winning six games his first two seasons and he's got to go and he's on the hot seat. The fact that they're even at this point after starting the way they started, which, yes, their fault. One and three, yes, their fault. But losing Joe Burrow wasn't their fault. Losing Jamar Chase in key moments down the stretch wasn't their fault. And yet here are the Cincinnati Bengals, favorites on the road in Pittsburgh with a backup quarterback, injuries galore, and could potentially still be a playoff team. Like, there's all these numbers and percentages out there of, well, when a team starts 0-2, what is their chances to make the playoffs? Well, when a team starts 0- What about when a team starts 0-2, 1-3, loses their starting quarterback, and loses their best wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in football at key moments down the stretch? What about that? What are the odds on that? Which is why last week's win which went final after we went off the air against the Minnesota Vikings was so massive because it kept them in the hunt. It kept them in the fight. And we could be witnessing one of the great in-season turnarounds that we've ever seen in the NFL. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. So we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We are, by the way, if it's called X now, who cares? What do you care? Everybody knows it is Twitter. It's like these people that complain like, hey, that's not a that's not a Kleenex, it's a tissue. Okay, same thing. 
Like, hey, that's lip balm, not chapstick. Okay, who cares? It's the same thing. You know what I'm talking about. Point is, we're going to have the usuals coming up later on. We've got another edition of Do You Care? We're going to hand out an award, our TGFG Game of the Week. We've also got Knox Locks, bit of a struggle. Might I repeat, bit of a struggle, but we are going to address that coming up later on in the show in hour two of the program. It is all yours here as you finish up your last minute Christmas shopping and hopefully you don't take it out on all the people that are working at those grocery stores because you took too long to get your stuff done. But nonetheless, all yours until 4 p.m. Eastern time, one o'clock Pacific. I will say this, though. There is somebody in the NFL, a star player in the NFL, a future Hall of Famer in the NFL, a Super Bowl champion in the NFL that no matter what, cannot catch a break. And I'll tell you who that is next. Jonas is killing it today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. I'll say this, Chris Perfett. What's up? When you play this Italian little ditty mm-hmm. for the people listening on the podcast, what is it called? Uh, Dominic uh, the Donkey. Yeah, whatever. I, I was going to call him Donovan, but <laughs> uh, but when you play this, it does make me yearn for some Italian food in front of a Christmas tree. Like well, there's something about, and I don't know if it's because of the marinara sauce. I have no idea what it is, but there's something about Italian food and Christmas. It just goes together. It's funny you should mention that because I did not tell you this. And maybe if I did, I could probably entice you with some of this. But uh, I did make vodka sauce for the entire crew in the back here for this Christmas. I mean, you know, I mean, what, what, I mean, what do I got to do? Like, At what point? Like, what? when do I get to be on that list? You know, like there's certain decisions that are made. Like Mike Harmon used to have a glug list. He would make his own glug. Uh, I got. Oh, yeah. I I think I still have one of those jars at home. Yeah. Like, but I don't know what I got to do to get on. Well, let me tell you something. That is going to be my goal for 2024. I got to get on the Perfet vodka sauce list. If I can get on that list, that would be appreciated because I'm telling you, man, Italian food. And look, the reason why I say this is because none of the in-laws are listening. Otherwise, I would sit here and say the complete opposite and say, no, it's all about tamales. <laughs> come on. Come on. Me- Mexican food, tamales, pozole. But there is something about Italian food in front of a Christmas tree that just lands well. I don't know what it is, but when I hear uh, DiVincenzo, the donkey or whatever the song's called, when Chris plays it during the holidays, it just does make me think about that. So uh, for those of you out there uh, going to be indulging in some Italian food, do what you got to do, enjoy it, stuff yourselves, you've earned it, and hopefully it's more affordable than what a Tommy DeVito appearance fee will be. So hopefully that's the case. But nonetheless, um, it is a it is a good time here. And for those of you, again, out there disrespecting employees at grocery stores or malls, stop doing that. You took too long to get your shopping done, but we talked about that earlier. All right, it's so coming up next here. Uh, Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. We'll call it in about uh, a little over 10 minutes from now. We are going to hand out an award. It is our TGFG Game of the Week in the NFL. We're going to hand out that award coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, speaking of awards and speaking of people that have won an award, there are some people that I don't want to say they've taken issue with it because there's an argument to be made for both. But I mentioned this earlier that the Cincinnati Bengals are having one of the more impressive in-season turnarounds that we've seen in recent NFL history. If you consider... Not only did they start 0-2, but they were 1-3. They lost their starting quarterback. They, they're losing Jamar Chase down the stretch in key games. And yet here they are in a really difficult division with an opportunity to go to the playoffs. And some people have taken the Minnesota Vikings and said, well, what about the Vikings? They deserve some love as well, too. Totally agree. And, and we've talked about it on the morning show, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. We've talked about that all year. Kevin O'Connell and the job he's done with their start and losing Kirk Cousins and losing Justin Jefferson, totally agree. That's why he's in the discussion for Coach of the Year. What they've done, if they can get to the postseason, I absolutely agree. The problem is that um, they Minnesota Vikings lost a really crucial game. 
Because there's a lot of people discussing that the MVP could be, be decided on Christmas night between the Ravens and the 49ers because you got Brock Purdy and McCaffrey and Lamar Jackson and all that stuff. Well, the most impressive in-season turnaround of the year game was last week between the Bengals and the Vikings. So because uh, Cincinnati won that game, they won the award. So, and, and again, we're handing out an award coming up in about 10 minutes from now, but our Mr. Toddy Award, the most impressive in-season turnaround of the year, has to go to the Cincinnati Bengals based on that overtime win last year. Again, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just letting you know how this stuff is determined, okay? All I'm doing is opening up the card on a stage in front of everybody, and I'm letting you know the most impressive in-season turnaround of the year award went to Cincinnati by way of that win over Minnesota last week. Again, don't shoot the messenger. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, I don't know... If anybody's looking for a stocking stuffer gift that they want to hand out, I don't know if anybody's got a printer nearby, but what if you like went into your stocking and you looked and there were a couple of tickets to an NFL game, huh? How about that? How about a couple of tickets to an NFL game? Hey, better yet, what if I told I you, what if I told you you could stuff what if I told you you could stuff a stocking with two tickets to an NFL game this weekend and it would cost you less than 20 bucks? How about that? Well, if you're in the market for something like that, might I introduce you to the Commanders at the Jets? Because that'll be taking place uh, coming up uh, on Christmas Eve. This was the game Aaron Rodgers was supposed to return to, if at all possible. The Commanders and the Jets, right now, tickets in some places going for $8. Uh, so you can get into that game. And if I would have told you before the year that you could get into a Jets game late in the season... For under $10, you would have thought I was crazy, or you would have thought something awful would have happened. Well, something awful happened, and Aaron Rodgers got hurt four plays into the season, and now he's not coming back, and the Jets are not very good. And so because of that, here we are talking about Jets commanders and getting into a game for under $10. But you know what I've noticed happening over the past few days? Something that I knew was always going to be there. Something I knew was always going to be there. Are you noticing the people coming out of the woodwork that are now burying Aaron Rodgers for this attempted comeback? Have you seen that? It's all over the place. People sort of diminishing the fact that he's even this close to be returning this soon after an Achilles injury. You've got people that take issue with the fact that he's part that he's practicing with the team and he's taking up a, a roster spot. They all of a sudden people care about, you know, whose spot he's taken on the roster. Even though like if this were to happen in any other roster throughout the course of the league, throughout the course of this weekend, nobody would make a sniff about it. Nobody would even acknowledge it. But because it's Aaron Rodgers, everybody coming out of the woodwork. And all this does is prove what I knew was always there. Like, I, I knew this was always going to happen. That no matter what Rodgers does, somebody's going to have an issue with it. And we all know why somebody's got an issue with it. And we all know why people have an issue with Aaron Rodgers. 
because they cannot get over the immunized crap from a couple of years ago. They can't. They can't let it go. They just can't let it go. Like This is still residing in the disgruntlement of Aaron Rodgers or towards Aaron Rodgers. They can't let it go. It's like when you bring over a buddy who makes a comment that pisses off the missus and it's like, ah, listen, he was drinking a little bit and like, don't worry about it. It's all good. And then like years could go by and, and like, you think everything's normal and everything's fine. And then all of a sudden that one time you're like, Hey, uh, so-and-so's coming by. He's going to, we're going to have a beer, watch the game. Huh? What? You're not, uh, well, what about like years ago when he made the comment about, you know, our couch? Dude, that was like four years ago. I, I like, what do you want me to do? Well, I mean, like, is he going to sit on that couch or is that couch not good enough for him? You're never going to let it go. Like, what do you care if the guy's on the practice squad or practicing with the team? What do you care if he's on the sideline watching a game? What do you care if he does an interview each week and whether he gets paid for it or not? What do you care if he gives updates on his injury and was telling everybody he wanted to come back, but now he's not coming back. What do you care? If the Jets feel like, hey, having Rodgers practice with us is good for the morale of the team down the stretch of the season, him getting those practice reps with guys that presumably are going to be on the team next year and being able to work out, what do you care? Like, wh- like would you rather Rodgers just sat home? Just sat home and wasted away and gained a bunch of weight and then tried to come back afterwards? He's been really aggressive trying to return. He wants to come back and play. So now the issue with Rodgers is the fact that he wants to play. Before it was, well, we don't know whether or not he wants to play. And we don't know. Now it's that he wants to play and actually wants to be out there with his team. But now all of a sudden, no, that's a problem. When he was in Green Bay, he wasn't a good enough teammate at the end. He was calling out his wide receivers, et cetera, et cetera. Now he wants to be there with his team. He wants to be on the sideline. He wants to help out and help out in any way possible. Now that's an issue. It's like everything people didn't like about him in Green Bay, he does the opposite with the Jets, and now you don't like him then. Like No matter what, he's not going to be able to win. And then next year when he does come back and hopefully is healthy, if the Jets make a run or if they lose in the first or second round of the playoffs, who do you think is going to get all the blame? Of course. Of of course. This is the way this works. Because people can't get over it. They think he's smug. They think he's arrogant. They think, okay, maybe he is. I have no idea. I don't care. Guy wants to go out there and play and practice with the team. So be it. Yeah, but he made it seem like he was going to return and he was never going to return. Okay, we'll never know. But I do know this. We've seen a lot of people tear their Achilles. We've seen a lot of people suffer the same injury, and I don't see a lot of them practicing with the team this soon afterwards. Like, I don't see a lot of them taking this approach and getting aggressive with it. I Look, I wanted to see him come back and play. I'd still like to see him come back and play. Final game of the season, couple weeks from now, if Rodgers said, you know what, can I get a couple snaps? I would love to see it. But the reality is, there are people that don't want to see it. 
because they don't want to hear from Rodgers anymore. They don't want. They can't let it go. So and so is coming over. He wants to watch the game. Oh well, make sure he doesn't sit on that couch. Not good enough for him. It's like, dude, get over it. It was a comment, a drunken comment made a couple of years ago. Rogers made a comment about being immunized. People called him a liar. He didn't. You just didn't do your job, and now people can't let it go. No matter what this guy does, you're going to have a problem with it. Like, oh, hey, we found out that Rogers does an interview with Pat McAfee, and he gets paid like a million dollars for it. Yeah. You think Belichick doing local interviews in Boston are free? You think, like, I got news for you. Let's just go back and peel back the curtain here. There are a lot of guests and a lot of celebrity or athlete appearances on radio shows that aren't free. A lot of guys get paid to do hits. Like, it's happened for years. Tom Brady, like, do you think Belichick on a Monday morning wants to do local radio in Boston for free? No. You want to know why he does it? Because it's not free. <laughs> it's just like, like, at what point? You got to let it go. He wants to practice with the team. He wants to be with the team. He wants to work out with the team. He wants to stand on the sideline. He wants to try and come back. So be it. It's his life. It's his career. You only get one of them. He's got a very small amount of time left, and he wants to enjoy it the way he wants to enjoy it. You don't like it? Tough balls. And if you don't like it, give up your tickets. You can get like 20 bucks for them if you sell a pair, apparently, according to some places. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, it's coming up next year. We are going to hand out an award. All right, this is important stuff here. A little stocking stuffer for a couple of teams in the NFL. That'll be yours here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, make some noise for Martin Weiss. Well, Jacksonville quarterback Trevor Lawrence, he has cleared concussion protocol. He'll travel to Tampa for tomorrow's game against the Buccaneers. Jaguars first place in AFC South, but only due to tiebreakers with the Colts and the Texans. Kansas City Chiefs will be up without wide receiver Kadarius Toney and running back Jarek McKinnon on Christmas Day. Neither one of those guys practiced this week due to injuries. Uh, New England Patriots downgrade Connor McDermott and tight end Hunter Henry. They're out for tomorrow's game at Denver. Indianapolis Colts, same story with Zach Moss. He's got a forearm injury will not play at Atlanta. Uh, we have a doubleheader today in the NFL. 4.30 Eastern, 8-6 and six Bengals visiting 7-7 seven and seven Pittsburgh Steelers like you were talking about earlier in the show, Jonas. And then at 8 o'clock Eastern, the 5-9 and nine Chargers under interim head coach Giff Smith great name uh host is eight and six buffalo bills in the nba we got the knicks and the bucks going on right now 805 left in the fourth milwaukee with a 107 to 92 lead Giannis has 21 points chris middleton 18 jalen brunson 36 well eight again eight minutes in the fourth quarter remaining in that game and in college football we have some scores duke and troy in the birmingham bowl troy uh, duke leading 17 to 3 about 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter there north Illinois and uh, at Arkansas State. They have 7.30 left in the third quarter in Northern Illinois with a 21-13 to 13 lead. And yes, Jonas, yes, I would like Aaron Rodgers to stop sitting on my couch. <laughs> Back oh, to you. Oh, man. Gee, how could you, Martin? <laughs> um, it is uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up in, we'll call it 12 minutes from now, we're going to have another edition of Do You Care? Speaking of not caring, uh, we are going to have another edition of Do You Care? Uh, always a fun positive filled segment so we're going to have that for you again here from the tire studios i'll say this though and martin mentioned this so trevor lawrence 
is is going to be available for the Jaguars, and they've got a huge matchup coming up this weekend uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, it has not been the season I think a lot of people thought from Jacksonville. They have not been the team I think a lot of people expected them to be the the team ready to make the next take the next step or make the next jump in the AFC. And maybe Trevor Lawrence has had a little bit of a down year and an or an up and down year is maybe a better way to put it. At least he's available. I will say that because there was a lot of stuff about Trevor Lawrence coming out in the draft talking about, well, you know, uh, he's very skinny. He's tall and skinny. He's got to bulk up. You know, can he handle the the rigors of the NFL? Can he handle all the the pounding he's going to take on Sundays in the NFL? Dude doesn't miss games. He doesn't miss games. I don't like I think it's all the way back since high school. I don't think he's ever missed a game. Like, so whatever you want to say about the guy, he is durable. Like, he's been dealing with a knee issue for weeks in the NFL. Like, he hasn't been healthy. It's similar to Jalen Hurts. Like, a lot of people are critical of Jalen Hurts' play, and he has not played anywhere close to what he was last year. I don't think he's healthy. I don't think Hurts is healthy. I don't think Lawrence has been healthy for majority of the season. He's got that ankle issue that popped up. Now he he went into concussion protocol, and the feeling was, all right, we're going to get C.J. Beathard, and now he's cleared protocol. Like, whatever you want to say about the guy... If they say the greatest ability is availability, you can say that about Trevor Lawrence in spades. That guy is always there, always answers the bell, and apparently he will be getting the start at Tampa Bay in a huge game for the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up this weekend in the NFL. All right, it is uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, and now it is time to hand out an award here. And you're probably thinking to yourself, well, if you're handing out the TGFG Game of the Week award, what could possibly be worse? What could possibly be worse then the Commanders and the Jets going for under $10 a ticket at MetLife Stadium on Christmas Eve. Well, the answer is easy. It's time for... Cardinals at Bears. Yeah, that's right. Arizona at Chicago. How about it? A couple of teams who originally were in Chicago... Yeah, the Chicago Cardinals and the Chicago Bears, a little north versus south battle there. But you've got the Cardinals and the Bears, and you're thinking to yourself, well, how is this game any worse than the Commanders and the Jets? And you could look at combined records, and you could play that game. I'm not even looking at that. By definition, when you have two fan bases who neither one of them wants to win this game by definition that is your tgfg game of the week look arizona's looking around going you know if we play our cards right here no pun intended and if we go ahead and lose out there's a potential we could end up with the number one pick in the draft now it's a long shot because carolina stinks and somehow they beat atlanta last week it's a long shot but arizona's going you know we could end up with the worst record in the NFL and then we've got all the decisions that we could possibly make I think you keep Kyler Murray and I think you build around it but if you're Arizona and you're looking to pick up draft capital again this year that is the potential for you if you lose out and lose every game down the stretch so you know that fan base doesn't want him to win and the Bears can try and pretend like oh we're the most loyal fit there are Bear fans out there a significant amount of them who are looking at this going you know 
Although that was a tough one last week in Cleveland, probably not the worst thing in the world. You know, probably not the worst thing in the world. And if we just happen to come up short against the uh, Arizona Cardinals, probably not the worst thing in the world. Yes, we hold all the cards. Again, no pun intended when it comes to the Carolina Panthers and having their pick potentially first and most likely first overall. But it would be nice if we could sit here with two top five picks, if not better, coming up in the draft next April. So by definition, when you have two fan bases who neither one of them wants their team to really win this game, the Cardinals and the Bears are your TGFG game of the week, your thank God for gambling game of the week in week 16 in the NFL, because if not for gambling, nobody's watching this. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, so coming up next here, tis the season and tis the Saturday for another edition of Do You Care? And it's yours right here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. I mean, if we're to believe that a problem was solved in the NFL, then we should expect some different results, right? I mean, apparently, that's what I've been hearing for a long time. So if we're to believe that that's the issue, we should see some better results, and that'll happen here. Uh, We'll get into that because I I find it hard to believe, but some are the opposite. So we'll get into that for you again coming up here in about 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Just a reminder before we get into another edition of Do You Care that shortly after our show, the podcast is going to be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show so far, including earlier this hour where we gave a special tribute to some unsung heroes that you will run into throughout the course of the weekend. And you may even be one of these unsung heroes. Make sure you check out the podcast. You search Fox Sports Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also, this is the most important thing, follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, search Fox Sports Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. You'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. I will tweet out a link to the show as well, too. But right now, it is time for a Saturday tradition. It's time for this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Nah. Let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Chris Perfett, to find out what the hell's going on. Chris? Oh, I got an upgrade. Uh, In in an interview with Rachel Nichols on Showtime's Headliners, former Sixers point guard Allen Iverson revealed that the late NBA commissioner David Stern read back to him some of the lyrics to a rap song he had written. uh, AI scrapped the album after meeting with Stern. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. Who who cares? I don't care. So release the album now. But what are you waiting for? Like, well, do you remember? I think it was about like five, six months ago. I think Carmelo Anthony had a similar story with about David Stern and that he got called into Stern's office and Stern's like, I know who you're hanging out with. I know where they live. Do you want to play basketball or do you want to be in the streets? I mean, Liv said he gave him a choice. Yeah. Look, I, you know, like, what do people want? Like this, like the David, look, David Stern was very controversial. Like people, like there are a lot of people that feel certain ways about David Stern. 
A lot of people didn't like him. They didn't like the fact. But I mean, like, why? What? What is the point now? Like, if if you're Allen Iverson, you have a problem with it, or you have some sort of an issue with it, release the album. I check out Allen Iverson if he released an album now. Like, what if he released it with uh, content that wasn't suitable years ago? Like some groundbreaking release that he did on social media. Check it out. I mean, everybody else is doing something now. I mean, everybody else has got some sort of a, a music uh, music spotlight. I mean, listen, Post Malone says it himself. He goes, man, if not for auto-tune, I'd be nowhere. Like he, talent, one of the most talented musicians there is. And he says it. So if you're AI, just drop it. What's the point? And by the way, I'll say this. Before we had the current edition of ai this artificial intelligence crap there was the real ai and he'll always be my ai that's called loyalty to the 90s baby what else we got chris that's right all right shohei otani made an appearance the rams win over the saints on thursday and new dodgers teammate yoshinobu yamamoto was on the guest list but did not attend the game jonas do you care no i don't care Uh, and none of this matters listen there's a lot of people that go to those games at sofi stadium all right Uh, i believe there was a rapper there was some guy who had like uh women twerking or like stripping inside his uh private booth that he had at sofi stadium i mean if you're looking for a place that feels like you walked into a a hospital go to sofi stadium like there's just it doesn't feel like you're at an nfl game it doesn't feel it just feels like you know you're gonna walk out of a room and there'll be a hand sanitizer on the side of the wall and they're gonna tell you put on the scrubs before you go in like that's what it feels like there's not a lot of whole character or personality there so i don't blame these guys for not showing up next all right packers safety jonathan owen made an appearance on ryan clark's podcast the pivot where he stated that he had no idea who his now wife simone biles was when they matched on a dating app jonas do you care yeah i just love the fact that they're these two are on dating apps you know like i love that they're not too good for it it's like some people will be like oh i'm embarrassed to be on a dating app why i mean if you find love who cares how you find it i met my wife at a chili cook-off do you think that was ideal (laughs) i mean come on (laughs) i'm not making that up like listen listen, he met his wife on a dating app he didn't know she was good for him i don't blame him and by the way some of those photos Spoiler alert that you see of people on their profiles on dating apps, not exactly who they are when you get in them, get them in real life. So this could have been one of those things. Next. He's just posting his good side, Jonas. That's all yeah, it was. Nothing wrong with that. Bill Belichick said that the footballs used for kicking in their game against the Chiefs were underinflated by, quote, two, two and a half pounds and deferred further questions about it to the National Football League. Do you care? Yeah, I do. This is great. I, I love, love it. How, I love how Belichick's like, oh, you remember all that stuff from years ago? Like, yeah, I wonder what he could be that? referencing. Yeah, like, you remember all that? Like, listen, uh, these were deflated footballs that affected the kickoffs. There were two missed kicks in the first half. I'm just letting you know that this is still happening, and I got nothing to do with it. I love this approach by Belichick. Put it on the league. Make them address the issue. Deflategate was a sham. It should have never happened. It was one of the big, most bogus outrage stories that we've seen in a long time, and Belichick check all these years later when everybody's calling for his job reaches into the holster and pulls out a classic points it back at the nfl and says you guys handle this i had nothing to do with this we don't control this it affected both teams you guys deal with this i got stuff to do next in probably the biggest news yet in 2023 in and out the fast food chain has made two additions to its menu for the first time since 2018 you can now get light pink lemonade and cherry coke when you go get your double double jonas do you care no not at all this is i hate uh, this 
I mean, for you know my problem with In and Out, and for those of you that are listening around the country, people love In and Out so much so that they're willing to stay in a drive-through line for a half hour. And I'm not making that up. Like that's you, generous half hour. Like if you if you drive up the 101 freeway in Southern California, like like you'll see an In and Out in Camarillo. Ventura, you'll go Ventura, Camarillo, then you'll see another one in Newbury Park, then you'll see one as you go, like, they're everywhere, and every single one of them have something in common. A bunch of people with nothing better to do than wait 30 to 45 minutes in their car so they can get some burger they're going to blow through in 25 seconds. I don't get it, not my thing, but tis the season to you and yours. You know, I'm assuming... That everything's going to be A-OK with one team in the NFL. I'm assuming. Because I've been told a lot of things about one team. I've been told a lot. So I'm assuming we're going to be fine now. We'll get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. Well, it's still Saturday morning in Hawaii. Our friends listening on... uh, you know, the, the conch of the Hawaiian Islands, Fox Sports 990. It's still, listen, all right, we, you know what I mean. So it's mostly afternoon in, in most places. But nonetheless, we're doing it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. By the way, underreported story throughout the course of the holidays, Hawaii is a big-time Christmas attraction where you, like you walk down Waikiki and there is like a Christmas only store, which is odd in July or August. So like if you're walking down Honolulu, you'll come up on a store and it's all Christmas, everything, every decoration you could possibly think of. So a, a big, like a lot of people think snow when they think of Christmas. Well, I mean, you know, that or they think of the old uh, Dolphins offensive line coach. He had a bunch of snow on his desk uh, inside the facility. But you know what I mean? Point is, you like a lot of people think of that. Then you get to Honolulu and you're looking around going, man, this is like a big Christmas area. It's 85. I smell because I have B.O. I've got sand in between my toes. And I just walked into a, a giant Santa Claus hugging a reindeer statue inside a store in Waikiki. It's a little odd, but nonetheless, underreported. So shout out to our friends listening on Fox Sports 990. Now, we talked about the games coming up later on tonight. Most notably, we talked about one of them, and that would be the first game that kicks off this Saturday action in a busy, busy NFL weekend for the Christmas holiday. And you've got the Bengals and the Steelers. And I was talking about this earlier. I think Cincinnati has had one of the best in-season turnarounds we've seen in a long time. Where if you consider started off 0-2, started off 1-3, they've lost their quarterback for the year, they've, they're have they losing Jamar Chase for at least this game, and he was banged up last week, so they're losing their best receiver down the stretch of key games, and yet here the Bengals are with an opportunity to still go to the playoffs, and they're at Pittsburgh, a team who I think has come back down to reality. It feels like Pittsburgh's been exposed, there's been a lot of things that have gone their way early in the season, and now it feels like all those things that went their way early in the season aren't going their way. And it feels like a non-playoff team who's getting exposed for what they really were the entire time. And then you get to the night game. And we're going to see some history, by the way, because you got the Bills and you got the Chargers. And it's from the world's largest gazebo, SoFi Stadium. 
And so you're looking at this game going, we're going to get some history. It's on Peacock. It'll be streamed on Peacock exclusively and the entire fourth quarter commercial free. Now, I've talked about this yesterday on Fox Sports Radio. Call me old school. I like commercials. Most notably, I like making my son sit through commercials. You can call me a bad parent. I just want him to know what it was like back in the day. If you want to really have me step on the gas and really let him know what it was like back in the day, I'll make him stand up next to the TV and turn the channels and claim that the remote is out of batteries if you really wanted me to do that. Because that's what I had to go through. Stand by the TV and keep turning the channel until you found something that dad liked. That's what I had to go through. So if you really want me to go old school and step on the gas, I could do that. But instead, I'll make him sit through commercials. Like, oh, I've got a YouTube account. You know what, though? Not going to sign in. How do you like those ads? Yeah, like call me old school. So Peacock's going to cater to uh, the ADD crowd, the people that don't want to sit through. They, they, they can't keep their attention span for that long. So they're going to make it easy. No commercials for the fourth quarter of this game. But here's the part that I find interesting about this game. Because I've been told this for a couple of years now. So I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. All right, And this will be a point that I will bring up. Because I do uh, local TV here in LA on Channel 4. And we're going to be on after the game. And so people have attacked me and been upset with me when I've, when I've asked just some honest questions about the Chargers. Because I just want to know... Like, now that Brandon Staley's gone, everything's fine, right? I just I want to know. Because that's what I've been told. Like, that that was the problem. So I just, just want to be clear that now that he's gone, and it's the first time without Brandon Staley as head coach in a couple of years, my assumption is, don't worry about it. Now we're going to get to see this team that he's been holding back for years and years now. I mean, that, that's my assumption. That's what I've been told. So I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page here Because if that were the case, you would assume we're looking at a competitive football game coming up later on tonight. That that, that is my assumption. Based on all the information that I've been given and all the takes that I have heard from people over the past couple of years on the Chargers and their issues, that is my assumption. So let me just go ahead and check on the... uh, the betting line here, which should indicate an upgrade for the Chargers since they are without Brandon Staley. Let me go ahead and check this out real quick. Oh, no, they're still 11.5 point underdogs at home. Okay, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> By the way, maybe this is a more accurate statement of the L.A. Chargers. How about bad teams or just bad teams? You know, like you could sit there and like criticize and blame everybody and like, oh, my God, well, it was this so that like, dude, bad teams are bad teams. You know, that part in Major League, which, by the way, a movie that you could not remake today because the team name is offensive. Like You know that part in Major League where those fans are sitting in the crowd and the guy gets a hold of a, a of a fastball and then while the fans are sitting there in the crowd and they're like pounding the drums, they stop and they go, nah, it's too high. It's too high. Nah, nah, it's too. And then they start arguing after the ball goes over the fence. 
I'm like, what is that too high? What, do you, what, what, what kind of comment is that? And then what, finally one of them just says, who cares? It's gone. Like, what does it matter? It's a home run. Like, why are we arguing? This is semantics. Like, what are we arguing about? It's like, oh, they need to get rid of Brandon Staley. Okay, yeah, that'll fix everything. How about this? Maybe they're just not very good. Well, this is an unfair representation because they've got a backup quarterback going on later tonight. They've got a backup quarterback, so this is an unfair representation. Yeah, because they're the only team that's had to play with a backup quarterback this season. Hold on. Let me go around and take a look at the league. Let me just go ahead and uh, pull it. Let's see how many teams have had to play with backup quarterbacks. I'm just going to name a few that have played with backup quarterbacks. Let's see. The Bengals in a playoff hunt. The Browns in the playoff hunt. The Indianapolis Colts in the playoff hunt. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Houston Texans playoff hunt. Uh, looking around, looking around. Uh, yeah, it feels like uh, Seattle's in the playoff hunt. They had to play with Drew Locke. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Team Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, it sure does seem like there's a lot of teams that have played with backup quarterbacks, yet somehow they've still managed to, like, you know, be competitive and all. So again, my point is not that Brandon Staley was sitting there lighting up the league as a head coach and you can argue, well, he deserved to be fired and he made poor decisions. Totally, listen, that's fine. But this idea that it's a fix-all, that getting rid of him is going to solve every problem with the organization is just not the case. Bad teams are bad teams. You remember a couple years ago when everybody couldn't wait to get rid of Urban Meyer? They couldn't wait. He's got to go. Urban Meyer is the problem in Jacksonville, and he's got to go. Okay. And then what did they do? Uh, You know, they looked awful after he left. Most notable highlight from that season outside of the win in Europe on a field goal, the most notable highlight was them basically eliminating the Colts from the playoffs while they had a clown out. You remember that? (laughs) By the way, speaking of underreported stories, one of the more underreported campaigns – successful campaigns that went around by an NFL fan base. They were tired of doing like the brown paper bag on your head. And look, I feel like the brown paper bag on your head, like that, that movement kind of went away when they started charging 10 cents at grocery stores. You know what I mean? Like, cause then everyone's like, all right, I'll just keep the plastic bag that I bought that one time and keep reusing that. It's like the people that walked around with the same mask for six months during COVID. Like you could basically see through it. It's like, like you get like you like you could see right through like it, it wasn't even a mask at that point. It was like a fake mustache. It's like brown paper bags have gone by the wayside because they started charging 10 cents. Nobody wants to do it anymore. So Jaguars fans decided, you know what? Why don't we get creative here? Instead of like wearing bags over our head to show how embarrassed we are as a fan base. Why don't we just make it a clown out? We'll all dress up like clowns. And we'll just sit and root on our team. Hopefully they'll lose. And what happened? They ended up winning that game. Highlight of the year. But if you would have gone back and listened to everybody, Urban Meyer was the problem. He was the issue. And once he's gone, you're going to get to really see what this team is all about. No, they were just a bad team. They finished off poorly. They're just bad. Like, yeah, it took an offseason, a head coaching hire for them to, to get to where they felt like they needed to go. But in that season, they're just a bad team. How about this? Chargers are just a bad team. Like, we could argue semantics and whose fault is it, and he needed to go. Bottom line is they're a bad team, and they're going to get annihilated later on tonight. That's the reality. And if you think that I'm being a little bit too harsh, talk to the people who have them as close to a 12-point favorite in some places at home against the Bills on a Saturday night during the Christmas holiday. All right? 
Again, don't blame me. I'm just simply asking questions here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. A lot of positive feedback here on the show as well, too. A lot of people very excited. Very excited about what has happened here on the show. So much so that they have decided to chime in. Greg writes in, you little L.A. media ball washing bleep bleep. You got multiple bleep persuasion now to rub your bleep to in your hacky Dodgers onesie. Troy writes in, so much for your conspiracy theorist a-hole boy toy Aaron Rodgers making that epic comeback. Get back to fantasizing about him with bleep McCaffrey and you in a bleep sandwich, you bleep. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. By the way, somebody else chimed in earlier. I thought this was appropriate. Just so you know that we're, uh, again, we're all on the same page here. (laughs) A guy uh, named Soggy Casa Smith called me the White Rob Parker. So, uh, of all those, I feel like the last one is the most insulting uh, Rob of Parker all, uh, here on uh, Fox Sports Radio on I'm a Saturday woman. morning into the afternoon. And uh, my cheese was hot. Apparently. Uh, all right. So, uh, again, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter uh, from the TireRack.com studios. By the way, coming up next here, we're going to discuss one coach in the NFL who is very upset about something. The problem is what he's upset about is 100% true, and you'll hear from him. That's next. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So uh, we are going to, coming up in about, well, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to discuss what is interesting timing. It is interesting timing for a move in the NFL. If you consider what happened last week. So we'll have that for you again, coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, Ian Rappaport is uh, reporting, or he did a story that uh, apparently... There has been no indication in New York that Jets owner Woody Johnson will make a change. So it looks like Robert Sala and Joe Douglas will be back for this upcoming season. Uh, yeah, you think? Uh, like, that's that's a surprise? I, I don't know a lot of people who thought Robert Sala was going to be on the hot seat for this. I, I, I find it hard to believe that they would bring in Aaron Rodgers, sell him on the organization, sell him on the direction of the team. And then after a four play season and him going down for the year, then all of a sudden decide, OK, well, you know, Robert Sala and and Joe Douglas got to go like th- that was part of the reason why he came to New York to play for the Jets. So I don't know that, that that was ever actually a realistic option, that they were going to move on from from Robert Sala or Joe Douglas, and I don't think they should have. Look, you can be critical of the messaging surrounding the Zach Wilson and the handling of that and all that. Like, everybody deserves a do-over. They could probably, they, you know, if you ask them, yeah, I probably should have done that differently. Like, everybody deserves, a, you know, at least a second chance. Everybody deserves a do-over. And that, to me, feels like that was the Jets and Robert Sala and Woody Johnson who probably learned from that and going, okay, well, yeah, we probably could have done that a little bit differently. Some of the messaging, some of the direction, some of the handling of the quarterback position, we probably could have done that a little bit differently. So 
I'm not surprised that they're going to be rolling back Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. I would have been shocked, as a matter of fact, if they would have moved on from Robert Sala and Joe Douglas. So it looks like, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, that is the plan there. No no indication uh, from Woody Johnson that they are going to go ahead and make any sort of a change at head coach or at GM for the New York Jets. So that is the uh, that is the latest on uh, on the New York Jets and that front when it comes to when it comes to the uh the Jets and potential changes over the course of the offseason. Look, they might, you know, do a retool of the roster, add some pieces. They might, uh, you know, they might, you know, obviously, hopefully, uh, for Rogers' sake, address the offensive line. But I can't imagine there's going to be a ton of overhaul with the Jets. Like, it still does seem like a pretty good defense, pretty good. They've got talent. They've got weapons. And that team, you know, if Rogers is healthy, should make some noise next year. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Now. Speaking of the AFC East, Mike McDaniel was not happy earlier this week. And it takes a lot for Mike McDaniel to not be happy. Seems like one of the most like fun coaches you could play for. Seems like he's always in a good mood. He's got like his own unique style. Like he does his own like he just like he's been a great addition. He's been great for Tua Tagovailoa. He's been great for Miami. He's been great for the NFL. Like he's awesome. I don't know anybody that has a problem with Mike McDaniel. But he did speak earlier this week about this notion, this narrative, if you will, that the Miami Dolphins have a little bit of a padded record. That the Dolphins are a team that has been blessed by having an quote-unquote easy schedule. And so Mike McDaniel shared his thoughts and what he tells his team when it comes to having to deal with some of the criticism over the soft schedule that they've had this season. I instructed the players to anything other than concern yourself with the next opponent, which for us is the Dallas Cowboys, and any other narrative um, that has to do with good teams or playoff seeds or the next three game, all that stuff, I, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to, with all due respect, F off. <laughs> with all due respect. Um, because all we're focused on is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I, I get it, but they're right, though. <laughs> like, anybody that questions the validity of the Dolphins and who they've beaten this year are are right. I mean, they're 0-3 versus opponents with a winning record and 10-1 and versus opponents without a winning record. I mean, the numbers are there. It's not like we're talking about a small sample size. I mean, we're coming up on the new year. Like, it's week 16. Like, that, I mean, like, the proof is there. And I'm not saying Miami's not a good team, but... I don't know that that they're one of these teams that you look at and go, oh well, that's a, that's you know one of the top tier teams. I mean, we've seen them against top tier teams, and they've lost every time. So like, I, and I know that Mike McDaniel can can feel that way. And again, I love Mike McDaniel. I love what the Dolphins are doing there. I love I love all of that. But the reality is, like that, like it's not like people are are making stuff up. You know, it's like, it, it's like, you know, when you hear somebody tell you a, a fight, they like tell you details of an argument they had with somebody, you know, like, uh, like the wife comes home and she goes, Oh, I got into it with so-and-so today. Oh yeah. What happened? Well, she's making some dumb comments about me and like, you know, saying, so like, what'd she say? Just saying like, Oh, I'm too stubborn for my own good. And you know, like I don't let her finish and I don't, and you're just kind of sitting there going, Oh, she did. 
Huh. Yeah, can you believe that? Um... Yeah, as a matter of fact, I can, because that's kind of the truth. Like, I, I don't know, like, Mike McDaniel can be critical of people's criticism of them, but it's the truth. And so that's why this game against the Dallas Cowboys does present them the opportunity to prove a lot of people wrong. What's great is that same conversation you could have about the Dallas Cowboys. You could have that exact same conversation about Dallas. And I've had that, that same conversation about Dallas. Like I think Dallas is a good team. I think Dallas is, you know, one of the one of the better teams in the NFL, but I don't know that I'm ready to just say, "Oh, well, yeah, I mean Dallas, that that's a team that, you know, should be reckoned with when it comes to the cuz the fact of the matter is they've lost to the Niners. They've lost to the Eagles. They lost to the Bills. I mean, they lost to the Cardinals in week 3. That was kind of, you know, I still can't figure out what happened there, but you look at Dallas's losses and you go, well, those kind of all have a, a, a common denominator. Those are all teams that are really good teams or near the top of the NFL. So that's why the conversation is there. It's not like people are just making this stuff up. Oh, that's a that's a media driven narrative. Like, no, that's a, a numbers driven narrative. That's a reality based narrative. Like the reality is the Dolphins and the Cowboys have dealt with the same criticisms or questions all season long. They've been looked at as teams that have a padded record against bad teams. That's why this game is a fascinating matchup. That's why people are looking at this going, this is going to be a fun one because you're going to come away from this and you're going to feel better about the winner of this game. And the loser of this game, that narrative's only going to get bigger. So if Mike McDaniel wants to tell people to F off if they feel that way about the, uh, you know, about his team, you better not lose this game because you lose this game. It's only going to get louder. And by the way, if you lose this game and the Bills do what everybody thinks they're going to do against the Chargers coming up later on tonight, we could be looking at uh, potentially a collision course in the AFC East to where things go a certain way. We get to week 18 and next thing you know, Dolphins and Bills are having to play for the division again. I like the Dolphins. I like the direction of the team. Love Mike McDaniel. Love Tua. Love, love everything they've done there. Dallas was my Super Bowl team. Obviously, I love the Cowboys, but the reality is when you think about a San Francisco 49er team and a team like that, it feels like these are two of the teams kind of jumbled up in the tier two or potentially tier three market when it comes to who you actually think is a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And again, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up next here, interesting timing. Interesting timing for a move in the NFL. We'll tell you what that is coming up right here from the TireRack.com studios. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it is Martin Weiss. Uh, Speaking of interesting timing right now, Leonard Fournette just activated off the practice squad. We'll see him tonight as the Chargers and under interim head coach Giff Smith host the 8-6 Buffalo Bills in SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Uh, Also today at uh, uh, 4.30 Eastern, we'll have the Bengals and the Steelers. Uh, Earlier today, 
today, Jacksonville quarterback Trevor Lawrence cleared concussion protocol. He'll be in Tampa for tomorrow's game. Jaguars 8-6, first place in the South with a tiebreaker. tiebreaker. Goodness gracious. C.J. Stroud did not clear concussion protocol, will not play against Cleveland on Sunday. Chiefs will be without wide receiver Kadarius Toney and running back Jarek McKinnon on Christmas Day. Neither practice this week due to injuries. Kansas City also ruled out wide receiver McCall Hardman tackled Donovan Smith. The Raiders will be without tight end Michael Mayer. New England Patriots downgraded their tight end Hunter Henry to out. Also will be missing offensive lineman Connor McDermott against the Broncos. Zach Moss down with a forearm injury for the Indianapolis Colts. He will not play against Atlanta. NBA games in progress right now. We have the Wizards and... Oh, wait. No, that's not right. Hold on a second. We NBA games about to start. The Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Clippers. Earlier today, the Bucks and the Knicks played. Milwaukee won 130-111. to 111. Giannis had 28. Jalen Brunson had 36 in the loss. College football. Northern, Northern Illinois right now with a 21-19 lead over Arkansas State. One minute left in the fourth quarter. Arkansas State with the ball and driving. Duke beat Troy earlier today, 17-10 in the Birmingham Bowl. Coming up, we have James Madison and Air Force and Georgia State versus Utah State. Those will be kicking off shortly. Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Martin. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, we will call it uh, 15 minutes from now, we're going to have another edition of Knox Locks. We're going to have some Knox Locks coming up for you 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. You know, uh, not not ideal. Not an ideal uh, past couple of weeks for Knox Locks. Not proud of it, but it will be addressed. At least partly I'll take responsibility. I'll say this. A couple of the teams that I picked deserve the blame just as much as I do because I feel like I was on the right side of things. They just showed up uh, and and showed out a crap performance when I needed them to to, to give the opposite. So we'll get into that for you again coming up here uh, 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, kind of an interesting timing, interesting timing for a move to be made in the NFL. We have a decision that was made in Chicago. The Chicago Bears have announced an extension. For Cairo Santos, the most accurate kicker in Bears history, even more so than Robbie Gold, who recently officially retired, uh, Cairo Santos has gotten a contract extension, a four-year deal that's going to tie him to the team for the next several years. Now, what's interesting about this is the timing of it. Considering what happened last week, When uh, the Bears were playing the Cleveland Browns, first half, four seconds left on the clock. The Bears have the football on the 38-yard line, which would mean a 55-yard field goal at the end of the half for the Chicago Bears. And what did they elect to do? Throw a Hail Mary. And what was the reasoning behind the Hail Mary? Under the circumstances, too difficult of a kick for Cairo Santos. Well, under the circumstances, there were four seconds left. So even if he misses, he goes wide left, wide right. I feel like with four seconds on the clock, you're not really going to do a whole lot of damage. And what if he makes it, which he's done before? What if he makes that kick? That three points feels like it would come in really, really handy later in the game. And what do you know? They lost by three. And when they had the ball, 
Down the stretch in that game again, they elected Hail Mary at the end of it. They actually almost pulled it off uh, and and not to kick a long field goal. That that one was a little bit out of reach. But the point is, they've made decisions where it's like, yeah, we don't trust this guy's leg, but we do trust him enough to go ahead and give him a four-year contract extension. A little bit interesting. It is just a, a little bit odd, considering the timing of everything, that this would be the move that they would make. I think everybody's expecting that we're seeing the final games uh, of Justin Fields and potentially Matt Eberflus. Um, although if you uh, have seen any of the recent reports about other openings in the NFL for head coaching, Ian Rappaport and the NFL Network just did a big, uh, a big production on the Chargers situation. And they talked about the Chargers job and what the plan is for head coach and for GM there with the L.A. Chargers. And and when you start bringing up like all the money they've spent on the facility and everything like this and everything they've done and, you know, the history of the Chargers, you just wonder what are they really actually willing to do when it comes in to bring a top tier candidate? Like, what are they actually willing to do? So if you're the Bears and you're in the market for a head coach at the end of this whole thing, you know, that's one of the teams you're going to have to compete with. But if they're already talking about, you know, all the money that they've spent and all the stuff that was really, really expensive there, maybe that's not something you would have to consider a legitimate threat when it comes to somebody outbidding you for potential top candidates that are out there. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. And now it is time for the progressive play of the day. First first and goal off the one. Loftus will go from the shotgun. A couple slaps to the hands. Here's the snap. The give to Coleman through some traffic. And into the end zone for the touchdown. Takes it in for his first score of the year. Learfield on the call is your progressive play of the day. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Yeah, we, by the way, inundated with bowl games throughout the course of this weekend. I mean, who's not fired up for Georgia State? For Utah State, James Madison, and Air Force. I mean, you, you want to have an argument over who controls the TV? Like, if you want to really play that game in the house when you've got, you know, a wife who wants to watch certain things and a son who wants to watch certain things, try and sell them on San Jose State and Coastal Carolina coming up later on. That's a fun argument to have. That's a fun discussion to have, but bowl season is here. Final chance for a lot of these guys to go ahead and uh, and get their licks in on an on a football field. Final reps for a lot of these guys to actually play football. Period. Not only just at the college level, but period in their lives. So I love bowl season. Uh, these bowl games are fun to go to. Not exactly a packed house in a lot of these places, but you can gamble on them. You can watch a little bit of competitive football on a holiday weekend. We've got an NFL game coming up later on tonight. It has been a a fun week into the weekend here, holiday-wise, football-wise, and been fun discussing it here on Fox Sports Radio over the past couple of hours. Jonas Knox here on FSR. And again, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, which is where people have taken a lot of licks at me, all right? And I don't mean that literally. Let's not get weird here. But people have taken a lot of shots, a lot of pot shots. They've directed a lot of their anger at me. They have mocked me, ridiculed me, made fun of me. But if you've listened to recent history, you know there's one person that can bounce back from a poor gambling performance. So with that being said, it is your Week 16 edition of Knox Locks, and it's right here next on Fox Sports Radio. 
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, about 15 minutes from now, it will be Monsi Bolaños and Alex Curry taking over the airwaves here on FSR. Yeah. Make sure you stick around. Always a fun listen. What's your turn, Monsi, for God's sakes? So make sure you stick around for that. Privileged to be the undercard for Monsi and Alex uh, coming up here from the TireRack.com studios. Also a reminder, if you've missed any of this show, the podcast will be posted up shortly after we go off the air. I will also tweet out a link to that at the Jonas Knox. So if you missed any of this show, including a special shout out to unsung heroes this weekend that you will come across and you might even be one of those and several stories in the NFL that if that if you are to believe what you have been told over the past several weeks, don't make any sense whatsoever. And I've got the proof for you. If you are to believe all that and you want to listen to anything else you've missed here on the show, you can check out the podcast. It will be posted again shortly after we go off the air. You just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. And here's the important part. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. It's easy. It's simple. It doesn't take a whole lot of time. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio 
Radio, wherever you get your podcast, you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. And again, I'll tweet that out at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. But right now, though, it is time to be accountable, at least partway for some poor decisions gambling wise. It's time for this. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox locks. Let me just say this. And I want to be very clear about this. Screw the AFC South. Actually, you know what? And screw the NFC South as well, too. I can't figure out anybody in either division. All right, but if we're talking about just two divisions that don't seem to make any sense whatsoever, I have been burned left and right by both. All right, I I was under the assumption that Jacksonville was going to run away with this thing weeks ago. They have not. I was under the assumption Houston would be one of the worst teams in the league. They absolutely are not. Now, I think I've been pretty right about the fact that Carolina stinks. But the Atlanta Falcons, get out of my life. Same with the New Orleans Saints. I'm done with them. Like, the Carol- like how does Atlanta... A three-point favorite last week roll out that bag of feces that they rolled out in a monsoon against the Carolina Panthers. How is that possible? Arthur Smith went from, hey, his job is safe, nothing to worry about here, to, "Eh, I don't know, we're going to look into things. Because of one game. Then they got fined like $100,000 because they weren't forthright about Bijan Robinson's injury that he was dealing with or his illness, whatever, before a game. Like the, the, the Saints, I've given up on the Saints completely altogether. You saw what happened on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, they lost by eight. May as well have been 80. Like, I'm done with it. And so me picking the Atlanta Falcons minus three last week against the Carolina Panthers. Look, I'm willing to accept responsibility for it. I'm willing to be accountable for it. But only on the terms that the NFC South and the AFC South be accountable for their unpredictable seasons this year. That's all I'm asking. A little bit of help here. I lost that game. Now, because I am down on the AFC South, and I was down on the spot that the Jacksonville Jaguars were in last week, I did have the Baltimore Ravens winning that game. I felt good about it. Felt really good about that game. So that was my one win. And then I followed that up by the Philadelphia Eagles minus three against the Seahawks. I should have won that game. I didn't realize that Philadelphia was going to have a defensive meltdown for the ages. When you have the lead, you are in control of a game, and you give up a 10-play, 92-yard drive to a backup quarterback in a minute 24, by definition, That's 100% on you. So I shouldn't be accountable for this one or the Falcons loss. But again, some people are a little bit more honest than others. I'm going to take the blame. I'll take the blame for a consecutive one and two week. I think that's three in a row for me. And now I'm sitting here 20, 23 and two on the season with just a couple of weeks left to play. But guess who's back for more? Cardinals and Bears. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears. Look, I know this was your uh, thank God for gambling game of the week because if not for gambling, nobody's watching. The Bears are a four-point favorite, and if the Bears can't get it done against the awful Arizona Cardinals at home, I, I, I don't know what you want from me. I really don't. Like, Arizona's a, a – like, listen, they play hard. Kyler Murray is back. I think he should be the franchise quarterback. I think he should be the guy. But the Bears should be significantly better in this spot late in the season with weather, all of that. Like, there's an opportunity here. The Cardinals' defense has not been good. 
You know, like you've seen them, like there's clearly an issue there beyond what was Cliff Kingsbury and all that stuff. They're rebuilding. Jonathan Gannon's done a good job, a lot better job than I think a lot of people gave him credit for. The Bears should be significantly better than the Arizona Cardinals at this point. And if they can't cover this spread, if the Bears can't be better than the Cardinals by more than four points in a December game at Soldier Field then I think we've gotten our answer as to what sort of changes we're going to get in the offseason for Chicago. But I like them in this spot, a four-point favorite at home. Cowboys at Dolphins. Hey, listen, Mike McDaniel, I'm not trying to piss you off, man. I talked about this earlier. I'm a big fan of what they got going on here. But I'll gladly take the Dallas Cowboys getting two points on the road. Gladly. This is a bounce-back spot for the Dallas Cowboys. This is an opportunity for them to show up following a poor performance last week and continuing with the theme... If I'm to believe what somebody tells me, then this should happen. Jerry Jones was talking all about weather issues in Buffalo that was the reason for the loss last weekend. He was talking about weather and poor weather and the conditions and them having an effect. Well, if that's the case, now you're in Miami. And so if I'm to believe that weather was really the determining factor of last week's awful performance by the Dallas Cowboys, then I'm to believe that they bounce back strong in this spot and they're getting two points on the road. I'll take the Dallas Cowboys plus two at the Dolphins. Ravens at 49ers. The Baltimore Ravens feel disrespected and they should. Although I will say them being a six point underdog on the road is an indictment of how good the 49ers are and what people feel about the 49ers. And I feel the same thing. I think San Francisco probably wins this game. But if you're telling me I can get the Ravens getting six points on the road in this spot, we've heard all about the MVP conversation. It does feel like this is going to make things a lot easier for the voters. Whoever wins this game is going to have the advantage when it comes to the MVP vote at the end of this whole thing, whether it's Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey or Lamar Jackson or whoever. But I like Baltimore in this spot. Getting six points on the road at the Niners, that's going to be a fun one, a potential Super Bowl preview coming up on Christmas night. And that is your Week 16 edition of Knox Live. Knox. Bet your ass. That's how you bounce back. The damn Atlanta Falcons. What a disaster. What a disaster the Atlanta Falcons are. And you know, by the way, if you followed and listened to this show over the past couple of years, you know Atlanta's done this to me before to where I swear them off and I swear them off and they're a giant tease. The New Orleans Saints are the same team. They are the strippers of sports betting in the NFL. The Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints, they just seem tantalizing. It feels like the real thing, and at the end of this whole thing, you get charged for it. And now you're at back up at the ATM while your buddies are like, dude, can we go, please? Seriously, can we go? She, she doesn't like you. Take a hint. Nonetheless, though, this has been a fun one. Happy holidays to you and the family. Wherever you are listening, we appreciate it here at Fox Sports Radio, you being a part of us and hanging out with us here. Uh, Without you guys, none of this is possible. For Chris Perfett, for Bo Benson, for Martin Weiss, for Bree and Crandall in the back, for everybody, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Enjoy it. Monsi and Alex are next here from the TireRack.com studio. Jonas, son of a bitch. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.